Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, welcome to an episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. Today we have Heather McConaughey with us, and I'm super excited. Heather's an entrepreneur, nutritionist, health coach, former nurse, empowers busy and successful women to lose weight, right? Most people listening and hanging out with us on our podcast are either they're thriving for success and busy, busy, busy. So sometimes I know we can let our health and weight get out of control <clears throat> myself. And so I'm super excited. She also hosts the Positive Thread podcast, um, sharing stories to inspire millennial women to transform their bodies, minds, and souls. So thanks, Heather, for taking time to hang out with us to be on our podcast. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to hang with y'all. I'm excited. And you said y'all at the end, true Texas fashion. Perfect. <laughs> I wasn't born in Texas, but I got oh. here as fast as I could. <laughs> but you you picked up. It's like home now. <laughs> I'm a quick so, study. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, so yeah, we have, uh, right before we were jumping on the record, we were just talking to Heather about all the good things that she's going to bring to our listeners today. And we're excited to dive in just knowing that it's almost like us women, we always have these questions, whether they pop up or it's ones that we're just kind of toying with, is it for us? And so we're going to talk to Heather about all the things, mind, body, and soul, and just really how to just own your badass confident self. So Heather, share away. And of course, we're going to dive into the nitty gritty because that's our style. And so we want to learn how you got to where you're at. So I know that for every story, there's a backstory. So let's dive in. Yes, I would love to share a little bit of my story. And my goal in sharing my story is always to inspire other women to take risks in their lives and go for things. Because if I hadn't stepped out and taken risks, I would still be working as a nurse. And there's nothing wrong with being a nurse. I think it is an incredible profession. I have the utmost respect for nurses. It is one of the hardest jobs in the world and the most underpaid. But for me, what I went through personally and professionally was realizing that I wasn't fully expressing my true gifts as a nurse. I wasn't expressing my entrepreneurial spirit. I wasn't expressing my creative vision. And I wasn't expressing my ability to help women transform like mentally, emotionally, physically. I realized that there was a greater purpose for me. So my journey really started with my own personal health journey. And I always think it's really valuable to hire coaches or you know, mentors who've been through the struggle that you're currently going through because they have empathy and compassion for it in addition to like understanding how to solve it. But I was struggling with gaining and losing the same roughly 15 to 20 pounds. I would, at my heaviest and lowest, I would vary 20 pounds. And while that may not sound super dramatic to a lot of people, for me being a short woman, it really impacted my self-confidence, the way my clothes fit, all of those things. And so I started this journey where I got into CrossFit and I didn't really know what CrossFit was. I just signed up at a gym close to my house and it turned out to be a CrossFit gym. <laughs> That's fun. You didn't know it was CrossFit. I didn't know it was CrossFit, <laughs> but I walked in, I met my new best friend. And then I also, you know, started this health journey. And to make a long story short, I kind of went through my own struggle with gaining and losing weight while working out. Like I was working out hard and gain or and gaining weight. And I was like, what's wrong? And it started me on this path of 
learning about nutrition, trying things with my own body, hiring a coach, solving the problem for myself. And then I decided to take the leap and offer coaching to people at my gym. And it just took off like wildfire. And within six months of starting my coaching business, I had you know, 20 plus clients. I was making three times as much as I made as a nurse. And I was like, I think it's time to take the leap and quit nursing. And that's what I did. I love it. I love that so much for a hundred different reasons. But I think what sticks out too, and you're talking about, you know, transforming in all these different areas and, you know, you were, went to CrossFit working out really, really hard. And I think some people, and when I say some people, I'm definitely talking about myself as well. Like, you go balls to the wall hard as you can in one area and kind of like forget about like the other pieces, right? Where it's like, I'm working out 24 seven doing this or, you know, I'm not working out and I'm just eating lettuce every day, right? Like it's like, obviously those are extremes, but I feel like you figured out how to put all the pieces together and then offer that to others. Yeah. And it's such a juggling act, right? Like modern society, there's so many demands placed on us and we have so many roles that we can inhabit as women, right? We can be wives, we can be mothers, we can be daughters, we can be sisters, we can be girlfriends, we can be business owners, you know, we can be employees, we can be landlords. We, it's just like expansive, which is awesome. But I think that it also leads a lot of women to feel this pressure to have it all and have it all at the, the same time. My mom owned a business, but she also raised two children and took care of a home. And she said something really wise to me, which is like, that you can't necessarily have it all at the same time. Like there's seasons for life. And I think that's really important that we we learn to balance things and take some of that pressure off ourselves. Yeah. So I know you, it looks like a lot of, one thing you really focus on is been leading into kind of what you just were talking about with your mother is how to navigate nutrition and health goals while building a thriving business. So I know the typical entrepreneurship sometimes is just like all in, right? Like Rachel and I have both been there before where it's like business is 24 seven. Sometimes you forget to eat all day. And then it's like, well, I'm going to shove my face with a Big Mac at night because I'm starving now because it's working so hard on my business. Right. So and I think too, your business will probably do better if you do take care of yourself. But how how do you, I guess, what do you see the biggest common thing with women that are building businesses? Not, right? Like not having that balancing act, I guess. Gosh, it's so hard. I actually have a lot of friends who are also fitness and health coaches. And so we talk about this and I'll even see them struggle to like prioritize their eating or fitness, even though that's what we're teaching. Right. I think for me, I come back to this principle of integrity. So if I am sitting here trying to teach my clients to do these things, like go for walks, drink their water, eat healthy, plan food, and I'm not doing those things, I feel a lack of personal integrity within myself as a coach. So I think one of the first things that we can do as women is really ask, like, does me not taking care of myself all day long, does that actually have integrity in my business? And when I say integrity, what I mean is not like moral character, but really like doing the things that you know you're supposed to do and doing the things that will actually make something work, right? Like if you try to drive a car with a flat tire, it won't perform because it lacks integrity, that state of wholeness. Mm -hmm. So I think coming back to your body is foundational, right? Like your brain is an organ in your physical body. You can't actually perform at your peak level as a businesswoman because you're using your brain and your body to create things, express 
communication, et cetera. You can't do that if things aren't physically at their peak. So I think we try to, we kind of separate body and like mind, like, oh, I can just like push through with my mind. No, your mind is part of your body, right? Like they're integrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. And I think that, you know, you, you hit it right on the head where from a perspective of looking in it from the physical, we we don't necessarily think of our mind as the operator. We think of the body as the driver of everything that because that's the physical of what we can see. And so, you know, when women we're trying to juggle it all, right? But as the words of your mother, very wise as well, we can have it all, but we can't have it simultaneously. It's just impossible to do two things at once, to feel two things at the same time, to operate two things at the same time. And so I love that you talk about this as a season. And so really what we can apply and, uh, you know, having that integrity to mean what you say and say what you mean congruently into your business and your personal life and into those different seasons. So can you share with us a, a little bit of what, what kind of season are you in right now and kind of where, where you're headed and just, you know, a little bit of coming from those different uh, seasons, what were the hardest challenges that you had to face? Mm, I love this question. So I started my business at age 36. So I got kind of started a little later, I feel like than a lot of people and maybe not some people, maybe some people are in their 40s starting their business, which is super awesome. There's, there's, It's never too late to, to start something new, take a risk. But for me, I felt like I got started a little late and I was very ambitious at the beginning. I worked all the time. I am a recovering workaholic. And so unfortunately, entrepreneurship was like the perfect vehicle for my like work addiction right? Because I could work now, instead of just being restricted to working 60 hours a week, I could work all the time as an entrepreneur. This was a dream come true to a work addict. So unfortunately, I kind of worked all the time. I had a lot of success financially the first two years of my business. It was very exciting. It was exhilarating, I would say. A lot of possibilities were present for me. But at the same time, I was actually really struggling with certain things like I was using caffeine to like bring myself up, but then I would bring, I would use like things to bring myself down in the evening. Um, And there was this kind of unhealthy yo-yo effect that I was engaged in. My life was out of balance. I wasn't dating. I wasn't, I was neglecting some of my friendships. I let um, relationships fall to the wayside. And I thought I could get like all of my fulfillment and my identity through my business. Then I got a bee in my bonnet that I wanted to move to Hawaii. And I very kind of impulsively (laughs) sold my house, sold everything I owned and moved to Kauai in the like late summer of 2019. And I believe this is part of my healing journey because me going to Kauai forced me to break habits of workaholism because no one's working on Kauai. (laughs) Um, Everyone's on vacation. And I thought I would go and work at hotels and like meet other entrepreneurs. That didn't happen. There were just like kids and families and like people on honeymoons, like milling about drinking pina coladas. So I lost a lot of drive to work, which felt very threatening to me and scary because it threatened that like workaholic tendencies. But it was part of this journey I had to go through where I was like letting go of my work and my business as being my identity. Then COVID hit, which kind of really kind of threw me for a loop. And I went through this very difficult year, actually. I had a very difficult year where I struggled with depression and anxiety. 
I actually moved back in with my parents for six to seven months to get grounded, to just take a pause, to figure out where I wanted to go in my life again. And I moved back to Austin like four months ago, and I'm in a much better place now. But it's interesting coming back to Austin now. I I am much more balanced. I am, I just, I don't push myself into the ground with my business. I am much more relaxed and I'm actually very committed to being married and to being a partner. I'm committed to having children. And I'm, it's interesting. I'm meeting a lot of guys now who are like completely able to financially support me. Like they're like, you wouldn't need to work. Like I prefer that you stay home with the kids, which is actually aligned for me. And so it's interesting to be in this new phase of my life where I'm in a season of like, while I'm still passionate about what I do and helping women, I'm also committed to not destroying my own health and mental and well-being to like achieve that, if that makes sense. 100%. And I, and I love that you, you bring this up because you show that authenticity through these struggles. And even though you're a coach, and I want to preface this for our listeners is that coaches need coaches. We do not all have it together, no matter how it looks like on our outside. And so I just love that you shared this because that's what makes it relatable is that even though we're, we're serving at our highest self for other you know women or clients or whatever that may be, we constantly have to fill ourselves. And so even at the, the lowest of our lows, we're having that we're utilizing the same tools and practices that we would incorporate for our clients into ourselves and recognizing that and correcting that course and taking that time to pull back before we just drive and hit this wall. Right. So I love that you are recognizing this and like your story right there is that integrity because you're doing exactly what you're offering for your clients and showing showcasing that you can have it all, but yet there are moments to rest, to recover, to, to reflect and then come out stronger, more vibrant, more clear. So I love that you're embodying all that you're you're teaching and coaching and preaching. So beautiful. And I'm, I'm so glad to know that you're at this place right now where you can up-level your personal life, which means then you're professional as well. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I really appreciate the acknowledgement. And, you know, I think it's just important to remember, like we're always evolving and changing. I think one of the things that I've learned now at age 40 and kind of gone through four decades of of life is that things are going to change. They're always changing, right? Like your body changes, your relationships change, the city you live in changes, your house changes, things decay, like things are always changing. And this resistance to change that I think I had was leading me to like a lot of anxiety and just like wanting to control things. And now I'm just like, oh yeah, like things are always changing. The industry I work in is changing. My client base is changing. My, I'm changing. Okay, I want to post about different things on social media. Maybe I'll lose followers. That's okay. My audience is changing. Like everything's changing all the time. Oh, yes. And as how, how, how did you respond to that when you started recognizing that as you're changing, was it harder for you to gain the, the new audience and gain new clients because did you feel or possibly even fear that you would lose what you had as you're constantly evolving? Was there some of that fear factor involved? Yeah, well, I'm actually currently going through this, which mm-hmm. is really exciting, but it's also scary. So I have been coaching nutrition exclusively for four years. 
And I did do a little bit of mindset coaching actually within the first year of starting my business. And I actually had success with that. They were coming from my nutrition coaching clients though. And what I realized is I have a lot of like gifts in that area very naturally. And I also naturally do that with my nutrition coaching clients. But I have been resisting stepping into that new um, realm for myself as a coach um, because it's scary to change. Like what I just talked about, change is scary. And it's also like when something isn't broke, don't fix it kind of thing, right? And so I'm like, well, this structure in my business works. Why would I disrupt it to try something new? One of the things I've learned though, and this is, it's cool to kind of reflect on it. The same principle I used to leapfrog from nursing to being an entrepreneur is the same principle that I'm going to use to like transition myself into not even transition expand is really the word because I'm not abandoning the body. Cause I think the body is so integral to the mind. Like I see that connection, like what I eat affects my mindset. My mindset affects what I eat type of thing, but I am going to be stepping into a new offer. I'm designing it this summer, a mindset coaching program. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. And so how I'm going to do that with confidence is not abandon what currently is working. Just like I didn't abandon nursing as soon as I got an idea to be an entrepreneur. I didn't like quit my nursing job the first day, right? I like built a client base and then I went part-time as a nurse. And then I built some more and saved a bunch of money. And then I even got a PRN nursing job. So I had like a little side income and then I quit nursing and leapt into entrepreneurship full time. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to keep doing nutrition coaching. I love it. I love food. It's not going away for me. I still have no problem talking about it and teaching it. But while that's functioning, I'm going to now take some of that time and build something new and like have those things connect. Um, Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. 100%. Yes. Total sense. I feel like that's happened. Yep. And it's good that you know that because I feel like, first of all, you said like, oh, I started late at 36, which I don't think means you start late. I feel like a lot of, and this is no disrespect to like younger entrepreneurs, but I feel like you have more knowledge and life experience and stuff starting then versus someone that's 20 and like, I'm going to go fix everybody. But yeah, you haven't even had a problem, yet, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think that that is an issue, but I think starting at 36 and then everything you just said, you build and you're learning from yourself. I feel like the older we get, we get more of that wisdom and that ability to, to see things more clearly in that, in that way. Right. Where I started entrepreneurship at 21 and I was just like, for lack of a better word, just balls to the wall with everything I ever did. And I never learned like what you're talking about, like, and and taking that pause and going uh, to Hawaii and doing all that kind of stuff where it's like, I think that's good to do because I feel like some people get to a point and entrepreneurship and building that game where it's like, I've been doing this for so long. I don't even know what I'm doing or why I'm doing it anymore. That's just who I am. That's just my identity. That's just what it is versus taking those pauses to reevaluate and being, and, and, and going back to, you said like to your parents for seven months. Like, I think that's cool as shit. And I wish I did that. <laughs> but like, I think that kind of stuff is also important, but that gives you like that clarity. I guess the basic thing I'm getting from you is that you seem to have like super focused clarity on what you are doing. And I think that's a big secret to your success is having that purposeful clarity set and you're not rushing it. You're letting it happen naturally. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, 
That's a good point that starting later in life, you do bring wisdom. And I think now it's, it's cool to kind of look back at all the experiences I've had in my life and be like, oh yeah, I actually have like a foundation to coach other people mm-hmm. mindset in health, in starting a business. Cause I've, I have experience, right. And experience right. and wisdom come with time typically. Right. So I am curious though, cause you, you said something like that was interesting. You talked about how you're meeting men and that, like if they take care of you and that you can um, be a mom, like, so you're okay with, and then your mind futuristically stepping away from your business because you're, you even said it yourself, right? We're going from workaholic to like entrepreneur to like, this is what I am to now you say, I'd be cool with that. If to just, so how did you get there? <laughs> totally great question. So I think because I was a workaholic for so many years and very committed to growth, like went back to school to become a nurse. So I've been to college twice and start change careers. That takes a lot of focus and energy, right? I didn't have the same amount of energy to devote wholeheartedly to my dating life, to my relationships. And I think what happened when COVID hit, my business took a hit. So my identity took a hit because I was putting so much of my identity in the success of my business and getting so much worth and value and fulfillment from that. When that took a hit, it was kind of like my world started crumbling a little bit. And I think that's what led to my depression and anxiety. I was basing too much of my identity within my business, which was really beautiful because it led me back into my spiritual faith and my relationship with God. And, you know, I think it's so important that we have our identity in something much bigger than ourselves. And so for me, that is like a core part of who I am. But I also realized that like, wow, like if you have all this success, but you have no one to share it with, mm-hmm. like really empty and lonely, right? Like I had worked really hard to get my business to a place where I could move to Hawaii and work from Hawaii. Like how cool is that? Right? Like I felt like, oh, I've made it. I'm the dream. Like I'm a digital nomad. Like I can work <laughs> yeah. teach, you know, like I'm fulfilling my vision board that I made. And then I get there and the grass is not always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I felt sad and I felt lonely and I felt isolated, which was even more worse because I'm here on a tropical island where I'm supposed to be the happiest I've ever been, right? Like, I'm not supposed to be sad. This is where people come for the like highlight of their year. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of like cognitive dissonance that I went through, but it was great because it had me completely like rewire my priorities. And so for me, like my relationship with God is the top. My relationship with other humans is second, like my health third, like business fourth. Like I had to kind of reorient my priorities and get myself like, like back yeah. in the right order. Right. Yeah. Um, and so for me now, I'm one of my intentions with my business this year. I set four intentions for the year and I don't really set like specific goals per se, but I was like, this is my intention was to build structures in my business and systems to create sustainable revenue that could be uh, earned and products delivered without my direct exchange of time for money. Right. I learned as an entrepreneur that If you want to scale your business, you can't exchange your time for money. You have to exchange your knowledge for money. Right. So I've been working on systematizing my products. Like I have an online course. I have a recipe product that get delivered without me being engaged. Right. So I think this is a long answer to your question. I love it. 
<laughs> but like I am built, I, it's not that I want to abandon my business as I like morph into more of a wife and mother role. It's that I want to have it be like a system that underpins so I can step in and out of it as I desire. Like if I have a newborn and I want to step away for six months, I can do that and things could still keep running. I could still deliver content on my own pace. People can still learn from me through my courses. But then if, you know, my kid is three and in preschool and I have, you know, 15 hours a week, I can do coaching again. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I'm kind of at is this willingness to flux in my business and not be obsessed with like, how much money am I making this month? Like, am I beating the previous month? Like, am I beating previous? Like, I don't really care about that anymore. <laughs> like I, I want to be engaged with the people in my life, creating loving, nurturing relationships, helping other women, but doing it in a way that is also sustainable for myself and my, my family. Oh, I love, I love that. And I love that you are so crystal clear on what you want. And I think that was, uh, you know, for, for many women, when, when I asked this question and it was something I had to ask myself, what do you really want if you can have it? And I said, Ooh, I don't know. And I'm thinking, I don't know, a Snickers bar or something like, like I, I couldn't <laughs> Every even day, zero calorie <laughs> Snicker bar, but I was just, I was so short sighted on, on the big dream and the vision and what you're called to do. And it's like, you know, when you expand yourself, you step into who you're created to be. You step into that purpose and that calling. And I love that you make note of your your hierarchy of priorities where you have God and self and in relationships and your work. And so I think, again, for women who are trying to do it all and juggle it all, we're, we're trying to keep the balls in the air simultaneously. And it's impossible to do it all at once. And, you know, you're so right. It's like when we look at our lives as a sum, as a whole, it comes down to our memories, our experiences, and our relationships. The work is just a means to get to, you know, fulfilling that purpose or to get the monetary exchange to keep that drive going, you know, the gas in our our tank and living that life to the utmost uh, level so that we can continue to create those memories, experiences, and relationships and share in them with everybody that we touch. So beautifully said, this is just, uh, I, I really enjoy this, this entire conversation because yeah. it's like, we're learning a lot. You're sharing so much with our listeners and just, we, we love having women that just are really, you know, who, who can share from the depths of their lows to the highs of their highs with so much just to give. And that does come with that wisdom and integrity and honesty and just, you know, owning who you are. So thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. For that. I really appreciate that. And yeah, I think one of the other things I just wanted to touch on that I thought of was, you know, I work with so many women who have health issues, right? Like I think one of the root causes of women gaining weight is like trying to do too much. I actually see this in a lot of my clients, right? They're they're either single and they're trying to run their business and socialize with everyone and go to all the events and do all the things and date, <laughs> or they're like married with kids and trying to work and you know, and it's like something's gotta give, right? And for a lot of women, what gives is their health, right? Their body. They they let that go to the wayside. And then they're they're 45, they're 50, they're 55, they're 60. I even have some clients who are 60 and it's like, what happened, right? Like, how did I get here? And so I think it's so important that as women, we understand that like while society and Instagram and all these things may be programming us to think that like 
we can be Beyonce and have kids and a career and the money and the husband, all these things. It's like, yeah, Beyonce's got like hundreds of millions of dollars and like a team of like 200 people helping mm-hmm. her. You know what I mean? Like right. I have like Instacart and like, <laughs> you know, like Peloton <laughs> app. Like that's, that's what I've got going, you know? Yeah. So I yeah, love much that. different. And we can't compare our, our insides to others outsides. And we, you know, especially putting people on a pedestal where it's like, okay, Jay-Z and Beyonce, I mean, they've been at it for how many years and just, you know, they, they built what they have. And we're looking from that, from our inside and be like, well, I want what they have right now. And it's like, whoa, hold up. This didn't just happen overnight. And so, and it also takes having those relationships and a partner and just focus on what your, your purpose is, not what their purpose is, but who you are and living that with purpose-driven life. Yes. Purpose-driven. Yeah. And I, I like think that's been watching my life, Heather. So this was a perfectly timed <laughs> podcast. I love it, Erin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I was taking a bunch of notes in my phone. I was like, oh yeah, I should remind myself of this. And all that stuff because like exactly what you said, like I'm the mom, like a 15 month old baby and a husband and businesses that were affected by COVID. So it's trying to replace that and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, go, 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 all this stuff. And then, and then I go to get dressed and I'm like, nothing fits me. And then, then that just leads you to something else that you feel shitty about yourself. You know what I mean? And that slippery slope. So it's just got to take a freaking deep breath and get that prioritizing correctly, that hierarchy and follow that. and one day at a freaking time, you know? One yeah, day. And I, I think something I see a lot of high-performance women struggle with is planning. So these women would never, ever think of like not planning quarterly goals for their business, or they would never think to like not plan for like a podcast interview, or they would never think to like not plan their social media out or like whatever. But then like when it comes to their body and health, they, like, they're like, what's planning? <laughs> you just nailed it. I feel like I'm like hiding. I'm like guilty. <laughs> it's okay, girl. I see you. I um, but it's like, it's like, yeah, oh, we have to plan. And I learned this as an ER nurse because I was working like 12 hour shifts. I would work like two or three shifts back to back. I didn't even have kids or a partner, but like, man, just taking care of myself and getting myself right for those shifts required planning. And it required me sitting down and thinking about what I was going to eat. And then it required me grocery shopping. And then it required me prepping my meals and putting them ready to go in the fridge. So when I like left to go to those nursing shifts, I had healthy food and I wasn't falling into this trap. And that requires planning and planning requires discipline. Mm -hmm. And it requires doing things like I didn't want to fold my laundry yesterday. I don't like laundry. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But I knew that if I didn't do my laundry, I'd be sitting at home where I work, trying to focus on my business and like the laundry basket be sitting there. So I think as women, we have to, we have to bring planning to our lives. If you're high performance and you want to do a lot of things, you can't shoot from the hip all the time. Right. Well, absolutely. That sentence right there is probably all I needed to hear. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you have just dropped so many wisdom nuggets here. And just, I know that we're just, uh, oh, it's definitely going to hit home with so many of our listeners. So we appreciate you just taking the time to be our guest and just share all this goodness with everybody. And um, I'd, I'd love for you to share how people can find you, how they can get in touch with you and just give us the details. Sure. So the best place to hang out with me is on Instagram at Heather McConaughey. If you just type in Heather MCC 
I'll pop up probably. Um, and uh, you can find me there. And also my website is heathermcconaughey.com. So those are the two best places to come hang out with me and learn from me. And I'd love to get to know you better. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And we're definitely going to include all of that in the show notes. So thanks again. And just, oh, we're looking forward to this one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.